Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Shauna Quinn. Shauna is a model and a business university student from Kazakhstan. Shauna is half Kazakh, half Canadian, and she enjoys modeling, photography, video games, and sports. Shauna, how are you today? Hello, I'm feeling great. A little bit nervous, but I'm very excited for this podcast episode. <laughs> I feel honored, lucky, and privileged to have you here and very curious to discover more about you as a person. And since you're nervous, I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, if your friends, the people who know you best, could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Well, uh, I've heard this many times before from my parents. Um, my mom would usually say that I'm like, overly sensitive maybe <laughs> sometimes or maybe a little emotional even um, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing but definitely something that I could work on and my boyfriend actually often says to me that I'm kind of like cartoony I guess I remind him like I'm an actress or something I guess he thinks that my facial expressions kind of <laughs> are like too much sometimes and that reminds him of a cartoon I guess so um, my friends would probably describe me as like friendly, probably a positive person. <laughs> At least that's what I hope they would say about me. Thank you. That's so interesting. And actually, I want to know more. First, in your experience, you said you don't believe it's a bad thing. What's positive about it just for people who might not know why it's interesting or attractive for you to behave in this way? Um, well, when I say like uh, emotional, I guess it's more of like that I'm kind of like an empathetic person, I guess. Like I could feel people's emotions based on like their facial expressions or just like their body language. And it makes me, it helps me understand them better. And I feel like empathy is kind of like a trait that's needed in today's world because everything's kind of rough and serious and people should be more understanding of each other and that's I guess that's what I'm trying to be understanding of other people and of how they feel I always try to put myself in other people's shoes uh, to understand what they're going through and to base my reactions off of that so I guess that's why I think that being kind of sensitive is not such a bad thing Thank you. I like this. And I'm an empath as well. So I'm curious about some parts of your experience. One of them, when I was still small, like a kid, and I was an empath and I was around people who would be angry or depressed, I could feel their emotions. And I thought, 
oh my God, maybe it's my fault. What did I do wrong? And I tried to help them, but I was too small to know how. So whether it's something you can relate to or in general as an empath, how can you protect yourself from people's negative energy if you can pick up on it, even if you're around people just in walking or they're near you, etc.? Uh, I feel like as an empath, you always have to kind of, uh, like I said, be understanding of other people's emotions. And if they are uh, overly negative or if they have like this negative energy, then I feel that it's important to protect yourself from it because you definitely don't want to be sucked into that energy. But as an empath, you would try to help them as much as possible. But sometimes I guess that's not possible and you would instead of just like stopping uh to help that person um i guess you could just motivate them try to motivate them from like afar so you don't get that negative energy uh, sucked into you thank you yet you are modeling your studying business and all that which means you will be around a lot of people, including people who might feel depressed or whatever and be emotional. So two things. Did you choose those fields because you actually love people or because you mentioned you love video games? I imagine you're more introverted. And so how do you plan to deal with people and still protect your energy as well as make it something that doesn't exhaust you but gives you a boost in life? Well, as a child, uh, I was definitely more of an introvert, I guess, because I used to be very self-conscious, kind of like a shy person. Um, but as I grew up, um, I'm 20 right now. So uh, like up to the, the years leading up to being 20, like at, at, to this place where I am right now, I worked a lot on my self-confidence, on kind of my image, on how I would like people to perceive me and how I perceive myself. Right now, I would say that I'm more of an extrovert rather than an introvert. And talking to people, uh, talking to people that I don't know is, well, it comes easy to me right now. It definitely didn't before, but right now it's not as hard as it used to be. And as in like empathetic people always have to like shelter themselves from this negative energy surrounding other people. So it's important to choose your words wisely, I would say, and um, try to surround yourself with people that will bring out the best in you. I love this. I have so many questions about this, but I'll begin with the first. You said when you were smaller, you used to be a bit more self-conscious. What is your advice for other women or what was your journey of finding your confidence. I mean, there might be a lot of 20-year-old girls similar to you who don't feel confident, who still still stay in their cocoons, etc. So what's your perspective on finding your confidence? And how did you go about it? Well, that has honestly been a very long journey for me. Um, when I was younger, I would always like compare myself to other girls to, I would see all these amazing pictures on Instagram and I would always try to be like, like them, try to look like them. Even after school, I would always like exercise and work out like for two hours straight, even though I was like super tired because I thought like if I wanted to look like them, then I would have to do more things like more strenuous things. 
um, that even I didn't really want to do, but just because I wanted to be like them, uh, I did it. But honestly, um, I noticed a change in my behavior and it happened when I went to London on a school trip. Uh, the first time, uh, kind of seeing a very diverse, very diverse people, like people of different nationalities, people that look so different. Because in Kazakhstan, you usually just see Kazakh people and Russian people. But when I was in London, it was kind of like a culture shock. And I was so amazed and very happy and grateful that I saw so many different people. And that was the first time I was really on my own without my parents. So I had to learn to like talk to people, to be more open. So seeing people that were so different, that looked so different, I realized that there's only one me, right? <laughs> I'm the only me in the whole world. And why would I want to change that? And my advice to anyone else who is struggling with their own self-image or um, their confidence issues, um, I would tell them that like you are perfect the way you are. Um, you are the only you in the whole world. There's no one else in the world that's like you and you should embrace your own individuality like like I did. I love that message. I agree 100% and it's a journey. It's not an instantaneous fix like that, but it's well worth it. And you spoke about how meeting new people, talking to new people was not very natural to you. What's your advice for girls who might feel or think they are introverted, but they just haven't came, come out of their shell. How did you go about opening up to people? And very importantly, because I even interviewed someone recently who said, I am a great reciprocator, but I'm not good at initiating conversations with people I don't know, because I don't know their interests. I don't know what they will be interested in talking about and so I don't want them to judge me and all that so those are fears that some girls have what allows you to let go of those fears and what's your method to start a conversation and be social and make new acquaintances and friends I feel like some people are just introverts because uh, that's just their nature right um, I was kind of introverted because of uh, my lack of confidence but um, I feel like it's all just trial and error. You have to like keep trying. If you don't want to be shy or like have no confidence in yourself, then it's just trial and error. If you want to talk to other people, um, you have to put yourself out there. Uh, the reason that this London trip actually gave me more confidence is because I was in a situation where I had to speak to new people, uh, speak to people that I didn't know because I was in a totally different country, a totally different place that was unknown to me. Yeah, I was just put on the spot. So I had to kind of work myself around that, around my um, shell, I guess, and just kind of break through it and talk to new people. So uh, what I would say to people that have trouble talking to new people is that uh, first of all, you have to find confidence within yourself. You have to be comfortable with who you are. And then other people will be more comfortable with you. They will understand you better and you will understand them. I like that very, very much. And you mentioned people a lot in our conversation. I imagine as an empath, you're fascinated by people or we might even say you love people. 
two things. One, what is so interesting to you about people? Do you love their stories? Are you enamored with their energy? Is that something that really attracts you about them? It's the diversity maybe of culture and people and their shapes and sizes and looks? Or is it even more you're looking for your kind of people and therefore what criteria are you looking for? What makes you say this is my kind of person versus no, this is not my kind of person? Uh, Yes, I like meeting new people. It's always been fascinating to me. Uh, Like I said about the London trip, like just the diversity and the people that I saw um, was very intriguing to me. Uh, Also, the first time I went to Canada, uh, which was in 2019, Um, I was there actually for my first year of university. Um, Just the different cultures. It was very, very like beautiful. It's something beautiful for me. I love learning about different cultures, just meeting different people. I actually went to an international school when I was younger and it was, we had this culture day and just by seeing different cultures, I feel like I've been acquainted with it for a while just by learning, like seeing different cultures during culture day uh, was very interesting to me. So when I went to London for the first time and saw this big diversity, I was very, very happy and not even just London or Canada. In Kazakhstan, when you see uh, different people on the street. It's very intriguing to me because uh, you can sense their energy a little bit. I mean, I guess I'm saying this kind of as an empath, but maybe other people can sense it too. I can always sense someone's energy if it's off, if it's like um, good, if they're going to be like happy or kind of like a grumpy mood. So I love meeting new people and I feel like it's important to be very, you know, understanding of different cultures and it's something that we like a community should work more on i feel that's my thoughts thank you and i know you're interested in photography does this relate to people what are you trying to capture when you take pictures are you trying to capture emotions aesthetic vivid colors and compositions or how do you express your personality and find yourself through photography well uh, I wouldn't classify myself as like a professional photographer maybe just like a as a hobby but uh, usually I take pictures of like scenery of like beautiful scenery if I see like beautiful mountains or sometimes it's like the sunset I feel like the picture carries more um, weight to it than people might imagine. Like it can capture like the moment that you would uh, feel when you're taking the picture, and then you look upon the picture like a year later, and you remember, oh my gosh, like I was there with that person, and I felt this emotion, and I remember this. So I feel like it's important to take pictures. I don't take pictures of people. I usually just take pictures of myself. But um, whenever I take pictures of um, scenery or like a flower or like an animal that I see uh it always um and then I look upon it like years later I always think about like the feeling that I felt in the moment when I captured that photography when I captured that picture um rather than like something else I understand that sounds fascinating really and I'm curious about you as a person you said Before, you used to things you did not want to do or like to do because you wanted to look like some girls who are 
in social media well how did you evolve from that into being a model do you feel now more confident or do you feel and have some kind of imposter syndrome like some people who might have been overweight and they lose the weight and still in their brain they feel fat although they're skinny <laughs> do you see yourself as a model as a girl that other girls look to and wish to look like her or how is your experience with this <laughs> oh my gosh well being a model is something that has actually been interesting to me and that's something that i've been kind of striving towards for many many years uh when i was like 14 or 15 like you ever since then like this has kind of been like my dream and now that i've finally gotten my dream i feel uh, a sense of accomplishment that i was able to achieve it i don't think i feel imposter syndrome uh because i worked hard <laughs> to get where i am right now and it's been a lot of um trial and error and um a lot of disappointments uh, throughout the many years that I've been trying to uh, get to this point, but I feel accomplished and um, there are lots of things in the future that I am striving to um, and hopefully that they come soon, but if they don't come soon, I'll still work twice as hard just to get there. I adore this mindset and still I want to extract even more wisdom from you because a lot of people in general in this world, they stay within their comfort zone as soon as they face any rejection or error or difficulties. They just give up and think, woe is me, this won't never work. And they don't work twice as hard like you said. So what beliefs you have or mindset or perspective or even maybe you believe in fate and destiny etc that allows you to keep going and how do you maintain a healthy relationship with rejection with error and with temporary failures well uh in the beginning of this journey <laughs> i'll call it whenever i sent my application online to an agency then i would not hear a response from them i would always think like oh my gosh is it because i'm not as pretty or is there something wrong with my face or maybe i'm not uh i don't look as good as i thought i did or stuff like that and i've actually sent out an application to a lot of places and mostly they're like big agencies that uh are really hard to get into um for example like img or like next model management so I kind of like forgot my dream for a bit because I was like, well, I'm never gonna, uh, it's never gonna happen for me. But when I was in Canada, actually, there was an agency in Canada that was doing kind of a thing where you tag them and you add a hashtag, then they would like kind of consider you as a model. And they actually messaged me. And that's when it kind of like piqued my interest again, because I was like, oh my gosh, if someone's interested in me, then maybe this is possible for me. Um, however, I had to go back to Kazakhstan um, after my first year of uh, Canada. So after I came back here, I kept kind of going at my dream. I went to different castings and stuff. Um, it wasn't until my agency um, messaged me back that I was I actually thought like, oh my God, is this possible for me? So I'm very thankful to my agency right now, to my agent, like I'm beyond grateful for the opportunities that they have given me. And 
what I want to say is never give up on your dreams because everything is possible. I agree 100% and I really encourage your success and to make all your dreams come true. And then I want to ask you even more because before that, when you saw in social media some pretty girls or models, you wanted to look like them by working hard, by working out, by developing yourself somehow rather than becoming jaded and depressed about it. How do you recommend? And you know, there are studies that say teenage girls in particular are falling into depression because of what they see on social media. How do you approach social media in a way that maintains your mental health and works as a motivator rather than a demotivator for your future dreams? Uh, I feel like that depends on how you would want to uh, use social media to your advantage. I know like now there's a growing number of jobs that are associated with social media directly, like social media manager, etc. I think it's important, however, to uh, understand that not everything on social media is real, which is a realization that I have come to uh, after trying to copy other girls on social media, but it's important to kind of stay grounded and not let social media consume you. Um, like right now, uh, I use social media as kind of, as like something fun. Like I, before I would post like super photoshopped pictures, um, pictures where I don't even look like myself, which I've now deleted and like um, totally false pictures that are not even me you know, trying to be like someone else. But now that I've accepted who I am as a person and kind of come to the realization that I am me and there's nothing else I can do about that, like I am born the way I am, um, I kind of use uh, social media more carefully now, uh, now that I'm not trying to um, be like someone else. Thank you. And I'm curious about your experience in Kazakhstan. Do you feel that in the future you want to be settled there, to spend all your life there? And if you go anywhere else, it's a temporary period where you have some new experience before returning? Or is there any place in the world, and of course you love your country, this is not related to that, but any place in the world that will reflect your true personality and soul in a perfect way. Like you would love to be in Italy near the ancient um, museums and arts and food or in Hollywood near the celebrities or in a place like London or Dubai or whatever that is full of people from all over the globe so that you're always meeting new people who have interesting stories to tell. Or what would be a reflection or like the paradise for Shona, a place that if you went into, you think that you'll feel, ah, I belong in this land? Um, well, I've actually thought about this uh, a lot of times before, um, because when I was in Canada, even though I'm half Canadian, my dad's from Canada, um, I never really felt at place. I don't know why. Maybe because I was really homesick because my whole family, um, most of my family is like in Kazakhstan. Even though I have family in Canada, uh, my family in Kazakhstan is the one I grew up with, lived with for many, many years. And it might be because of that that I really wanted to go back to Kazakhstan. Um, however, 
I honestly don't know what would be a perfect place for me. <laughs> Maybe somewhere on a beach in Italy or Greece or something. I don't know, but right now I call Kazakhstan my home. It's been my home for many years and all my friends, basically all my friends, all my family is here. And I'm not sure. I think I would like to travel a lot to different countries, maybe to kind of understand my um, kind of uh, surroundings, to feel, to see what feels uh, right. But it's because, probably maybe because I haven't really traveled much that I don't really know what country would be the best for me or what place would be the best for me. But I don't know. Uh, I guess time will tell. I like that answer. And I feel you're someone who has a lot of wisdom. So I want to extract even more from that. And so nowadays, you know, recently enough, it was the New Year resolution period or in general, since you're someone who works hard on your goals and deals with trial and error. Is there a lesson you have recently learned or a perspective you try to see the world through more or something to let go of in your life, maybe toxic people or anything like that, that you have been trying to add and implement in your life and make sure you remember it, that you could share? Maybe it will inspire someone else that they might be right now in the right moment to hear it. I feel like one of my New Year's resolutions uh, this year um, would be to stop taking life uh, so seriously because I overthink a lot <laughs> in many different situations. I always overthink like, oh my gosh, did I do the right thing? Did I do this? So, oh no, I did that. I should have done this. So I feel like for me personally, I feel like I should stop worrying so much about things I did or didn't do because I think everything happens for a reason and if I did something then there must have been a reason behind uh, behind it that as to why I did it so yes this is definitely one thing that I'm trying to work on this year is to not overthink thank you so much Shona this was such a fantastic episode and a great conversation I am lucky privileged and honored to have had you here Thank you for participating in this project and I wish you all the success on all your goals, all the travels and seeing all the shapes and sizes and different ethnicities and how people are so diverse. And more than anything, I wish for your voice to always be heard and inspire everyone you come across. Thank you again. Thank you for this opportunity. It was honestly really great. I had so much fun.